0: I think the term CEO is often misused in the online space. And I'm not saying this to shame anyone or make anyone feel bad or take away from anyone's success. Like I remember the day I started calling myself a CEO and you know by my current definition It's not exactly accurate, (laughs) but I felt really empowered calling myself a CEO. I felt like it was an accomplishment and it really meant a lot to me, right? It was something that I was really proud of. And so I want to be clear in saying, you know, when I say baby CEO or when I talk about what I'm talking about in this episode, it's not to shame anyone or to take away from your accomplishments or to make you feel like you're doing anything wrong. Actually, what I'm hoping to do as part of this impact series is I'm hoping to empower you to think even bigger about your role as a CEO and moving from this this beginning stages of being a baby CEO and shifting and elevating yourself into the vibe, into the energy, into the, the existence of an embodied leader. So, this is going to be a multi-part series and I just want to give you a little preview because I want to make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet. So as part of this Impact series, of course, today I'm going to be talking about moving from baby CEO to embodied leader Um, and then upcoming in the next several episodes all throughout this month, actually. So I think our last episode is going to be in early June. So you're getting a ton of episodes um, all about Impact since we are, you know, letting them release twice a week now. But here's what you have to look forward to. So today, moving from baby CEO to embodied leader. Um, later this week on Thursday, I'm going to be talking about how to create a bigger legacy and mission. Next week, we're going to have your company values. And then on Thursday, we'll talk about quick income versus longevity. I'm so excited for that episode. Um Episodes that come after that later this month will be expanding income streams and increasing profitability, um, expanding client retention, outsourcing in teams, navigating conflict, holding yourself in seasons of contraction and expansion, and my absolute favorite, the energetics of an expansion. So this is going to be like a show-stopping series, and I'm calling it the Impact Series. Um because at the center of it all, as we shift from this energy of a baby CEO, which I'm defining as someone who is making consistent cash flow in their business, may have a team member or a full service team, and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're trucking along, but they still feel like they don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> and I've definitely been in that state. If you're in that state now, um, you know, in like mid 2020 and early 2021 that was definitely kind of like my baby CEO phase and then I really started to shift into this energy of an embodied leader throughout 2021 and of course now into 2022 so I've definitely been in your shoes um and I'm hoping that you know this series will again empower you to elevate yourself and empower you to shift into just a more a more elevated energy of leadership because you know, the online space is changing. It's evolving. And I think we've seen a lot of changes even over just the past couple of years. And I think there is this call for some more like mature, spiritual, embodied leadership. Um, and it's at least from what I'm observing, it's becoming less of this like messy action, throw spaghetti at the wall, um, Kind of like, I guess I, I would even describe it as like this this younger energy that's been in the industry for so long. And not that there's anything wrong with building your business as a young person. I started my business when I was 25 and I wanted to start my business when I was like 18. So like I fully believe you can start an amazing business at a young age. But I think like the energy of the type of leadership we're looking for is more mature, is more embodied, is more... um heart-centered and spiritually connected. And so if you are looking to stand out and continue to grow your business from your current state, then I'm hoping this series will support you. I also wanted to launch this series at this particular time because we are opening up the Expansion Mastermind. And at the time I'm recording this, I'm not exactly sure how many spots will be available because I am in talks with people right now, (laughs) even though I'm recording this in March, um, for, for joining this mastermind. And it's been an evergreen mastermind up until now. So the reason why I'm launching this series and the reason why I'm not exactly sure how many spots are available is because we are shifting into more of like a launch period with the mastermind, at least for the rest of this year, for the rest of 2022 and probably most of 2023. And then, you know, I may change my mind and reassess because we're always growing and evolving, right? But at the time that this is being released, there are spots opening for Expansion Mastermind. And again, I'm not exactly clear how many. Um, we do cap this program now at 10 spots. So we have shifted from a six-person cap to a 10-person cap because we've been just rearranging things on the back end of my business. And it just makes more sense for me to serve 10 people at a really high level in this container. Um versus before I was kind of like stretching myself thin, um, you know, wanting to serve people at all different levels. And I've really come to find that, you know, my strength is the deeper work. And I really believe that Soul Expansion membership is such a great tool for earlier stage entrepreneurs and my true passion is the mastermind, right? So we, we've we phased out a lot of programs. We've kind of like rearranged things um, to fit more in alignment with my own strengths and and my own passions so that I can be of the highest service to my clients. And so we have expanded the expansion mastermind to a 10 person cap. So... At the time I'm recording this, there are at least nine spots available, but it may be a lot less at the time we release this. So if you are interested, and then we'll get into today's topic, I promise. I just wanted to give you an update. But if you are interested in joining Expansion Mastermind, I encourage you to head to my website, kristinkasinski.com forward slash coaching, or you can just go to kristinkasinski.com and then there's you can scroll down and find the coaching page. Um And then there's a big image that is for Expansion Mastermind, and you can click that image and go ahead and apply to join Expansion Mastermind. Um, I'm going to encourage you to do this as soon as you're listening to this episode, assuming you're listening to it in May of 2022. You're also welcome to apply later on because this is a mastermind I will run probably for a long, long, long time. (laughs) So if it's like 2025 and you want to apply, go ahead. Um, (laughs) So... I I would encourage you to apply for this as soon as possible just because like I said I don't know how many spots are going to be available when we actually do the formal launch at the time I'm recording this I'm actively filling this mastermind and I'm you know actively manifesting the clients the most perfect soulmate clients to join it so it may turn out when I finally open up the doors for like an actual launch in May of 2022 there may only be like one or two spots left and that is you know quite all right with me if if the clients come before I actually do the launch, right? Um, so anyway, if you are interested in joining my Expansion Mastermind, which is a healing and manifestation container for female entrepreneurs who are wanting to make more money while working less and are really wanting to be able to hold themselves in the energetics of attracting, receiving, and growing their money as a business owner, then you know, go to kristinkosinski.com forward slash coaching and go ahead and submit your application. Okay, <laughs> that was my really, really, Really long ass introduction for this impact series and for the expansion mastermind and some of the shifts we're doing. But it felt really divine and necessary to share all this. So I appreciate you sticking with me. Okay, so let's get into today's topic, which is moving from baby CEO to embodied leader. So I already mentioned this at the beginning of this episode, but I define a baby CEO as someone who is successful, right? Like I'm not knocking your success. You are, you know, you have consistent cash flow. Maybe you've been reaching those sexy 10K months for a while, maybe more. From time to time, um, and maybe you've hired a virtual assistant or an online business manager, and you're starting to grow your team, and you're you're really kind of like sinking into this energy of, um, you know, just just trusting your business more, right? There's this energy of like, okay, I, I've done it, right? Like I've I've hit that first major business milestone, um, and maybe you've reached, you know, a 50K year, maybe you've reached a six-figure year, um, whatever it is, I would define this as a baby CEO. So some some qualities of a baby CEO, which again, I've been in this position. So I, again, I'm not knocking this this energy or this vibration of a ceo but some some qualities of this this level or layer of being a ceo um are that yes you're successful but there there is still this like big energy of not really knowing what the fuck you're doing. I remember this so clearly. Like I I looked at my business and I looked at, you know, what I had achieved and what I had accomplished over the past year or two and I I looked at it and I was proud, right? Like I I was really proud of what I was able to accomplish and I felt like I had done a really great job, and I know I had learned and grown so, so, so much in that first year, year and a half of business. But I looked at my business, and I was like, "Okay, where the fuck am I going with this? Like, how do I make this last? How do I make this like a ten-year, twenty-year, thirty-year, a hundred-year legacy? Right? Because I think, I think, and maybe I'm not alone in this." But I think a lot of us, we we kind of get into the online space and we start our business, possibly from this energy of let me just see if I can even like fucking make this thing work. Right. <laughs> that was definitely the energy I started my business with. I was like, you know what, let me just give it a shot and see what the hell happens. And so. I kind of feel like we get to this like baby CEO stage because we maybe didn't do the the deeper planning and the deeper values alignment um you know when we started our business maybe we just really quite literally hit the ground running and tried to make money as quickly as possible and tried to figure shit out as we went. And now we have this successful business and it's starting to grow. And then you look back at it and you're like, okay, wait, like what the, what, where do I go from here? Right. And so I remember feeling that way. And I also remember thinking to myself, my business is not really designed around my lifestyle. That was a big thing that came up for me end of 2020 and into 2021 was I, I didn't like the structure of my business. It wasn't structured around the lifestyle I wanted to live. I was very much like in a 24-7 on all the time kind of energy for my business and my clients and social media. And, and I was exhausted. I was tired of that lifestyle. And I had that lifestyle because... I didn't plan for a different lifestyle, right like I think sometimes we when we start our businesses and we start growing our businesses, we don't think about the fact that we're gonna we're gonna need a sick day sometimes, right or like we're going to want to take vacations every year or um you know sometimes we're just gonna need a day where we we don't do anything in our business, right and so a lot of us when we first start our businesses we do not plan it around our lifestyle and that's something i really started to recognize toward the end of 2020 and into early 2021 was like i i needed to really restructure my business and restructure my product suite and not only align it more with the direction I was starting to go in, which was this more spiritual mindset and energetics coach. Um, you know, I ha- I came from a strategy background and like a business coaching background originally. And then I shifted into this spiritual mindset and energetics space. And so I knew I needed to switch my product suite to align with that. But it wasn't just the actual offers. It was also like how I was selling them. It was also how I was delivering them, right? The, the product suite I had before my first major rebrand and overhaul was very much launching a group coaching program or a passive course or one-on-one coaching every single month And after that launch was done, maybe taking a week to not launch anything, but already kind of launching the next thing as I started to tease the next offer. And so it was just these back-to-back launches. It was this really unsustainable, exhausting business model where I had to constantly be creating content and I had to constantly be reinventing the wheel. And I had to constantly think about, okay, what can I offer next? And it just felt really forced. And it it didn't allow me to have passive income. That was kind of like the interesting part of it was I had started to build this product suite so that I could have passive income, but the lifestyle I was living in my business was very, very active. I was doing things like DM outreach, definitely doing the launches back to back every single month. Um... And, and I was creating a new product every month. And I, I think that was, you know, something if I could go back, I wouldn't have done it that way. I definitely would have slowed down a lot more because in, in early 2021, I started to realize, OK, this this lifestyle is not working for me. I need something a lot more sustainable, something I actually enjoy doing, something I can get get my energy behind for like at least 10 years. Right. Like, Again, a lot of us start our businesses just seeing if we can get through the first year. And so we don't think ahead to, you know, if we're going to want to do this when, you know, we're, we're, I don't know, 10 years older or <laughs> have kids or when our kids are, you know, now teenagers and they have to be driven all over the place, whatever it is, right? I don't know where you're at in your life. But for me... I could tell that I needed a much different business model. And so when you're starting to make the shift from baby CEO to embodied leader, part of this is realizing that you're going to have to sacrifice quick cash for longevity. And that's scary as fuck, right? Like, especially if you've been operating in this quick cash mindset, shifting into a more sustainable and long-lasting business model, which we'll talk about more later in this series. But making that shift can feel really, really scary because you're... It, it kind of feels like you're starting from scratch. I mean, you do have a platform, right? Like you do have an audience, you do have a structure. you do know how to market yourself. you do know how to sell yourself. So there's this energy of of not starting from zero, but it's changing the way you think about your marketing. It's changing the way you think about your product suite. It's changing the way you think about how you structure things and your your life and and the life of your business, right? And so that's really the first thing that I had to grow and and kind of like mature and realize is like okay, I can't I can't keep chasing the quick cash. I need to think about what the bigger picture is, what the long-term business model is. And so that's like I think the main distinction between a baby CEO and an embodied leader a baby CEO is is still trying to figure things out for the short term an embodied leader knows where she's going right she has a bigger vision she has a bigger mission she knows what her values are she's connected to not just like the logic and the marketing and the sales and the statistics in her business but also to the heart and soul of her business and this is really what helps you build like a long-lasting company are you connected to the heart and soul of your business or do you feel really deeply disconnected from that because you've just been focusing on cash flow are you connected to the bigger mission and legacy that you have the privilege to be able to create with your company do you know what your company values are do you know what you stand for are you clear on what they are do you know what the bigger picture looks like five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now? And how are you creating more sustainability in your income, right? Expansion Mastermind is my favorite container ever. It is my favorite container to facilitate. I absolutely love the transformations that the women inside experience. It is my one of my most transformational containers, other than one on one coaching, and it is a container in which you get one on one access to me. You get monthly one on one calls. Um, you know, direct access to me in a messenger app called Voxer. In case you can't tell, I do love the deeper inner work and I do love being able to help women shift from doing to receive or like the hustle mentality in business to receiving just to receive, receiving just because you exist, receiving just because you're worthy of receiving, receiving money from your energy and not from, you know, the, the exhausting launch strategies or whatever other bullshit you've been putting yourself through to build your business. So to answer your questions, yes, it's 100% possible to manifest clients and money in business. Yes, it's 100% possible for this to be your main strategy when it comes to growing your income. And yes, your life will change if you're willing to do the deeper inner work that we do in Expansion Mastermind to be able to embody and stabilize this and make it more consistent for you. So this mastermind is high touch. It's capped at 10 women at the time I'm recording this. I don't know how many spots will be available because we are doing a pre-sale for this launch. But right now there is at least one spot available, I'm sure, (laughs) Um, if you're wanting to apply to join us. We have shifted this container to have specific enrollment periods. So at the time that you're listening to this, we are open for enrollment now, but we will not be open for enrollment for very much longer. And we won't open up enrollment again until the end of 2022. So this is your your chance to get in now before we close enrollment for the rest of the year until the end of the year. Um, And it is a six-month minimum commitment. So if you join for six months, you get to come to our in-person retreat in Miami, and that's going to be in late September, early October. Um, We will finalize the dates. They're probably already finalized by the time you're listening to this. But we would love to have you. This program includes private healing calls with a small mastermind group. It includes hot seat coaching calls with a maximum of five people per call. It includes, uh, you know, intimate access to me in Voxer. It includes one-on-one calls with me. It includes all sorts of amazing support and access to all of my programs, courses, memberships, everything while you are under contract. So it is my most high touch container other than one-on-one coaching and it's designed for female entrepreneurs who are making at least six figures and are ready to grow expand and quantum leap all the things so obviously i'm obsessed with this container i love it i hope you will feel called to join us and if you are you can do so by going to kristenkosinski.com forward slash expansion Or you can just send me a DM on Instagram and we can chat more. I'm at Kristen Kaczynski. All right, let's get back to the show. One of the episodes coming up is going to talk about expanding client retention. I'm really passionate about this because for one, I am, I have been retained. (laughs) I have been retained by my mentor for quite a long time, um, going on two years and you know, I've learned so much from her, but also I've learned so much from my clients who have stuck around for long term. I've had a lot of clients stick around for at least a year now, um, which in the online space, that's kind of rare. Right. And especially since my company's only, I don't know, three years old at this point, that speaks volumes that they're, they're still hanging out with me. Um, but when you're shifting into this embodied leadership, you need to know, OK, what does this look like? long term, right? Like how are we making sure that we're creating this community of of advocates, of brand advocates? How are we making sure that our reputation and our clients are feeling supported and they're wanting to stay with us long term and recommend us to others? You know, how are we really making sure that we're setting up long-term success and sustainability? And how are we holding ourselves as we potentially have to restructure our product suite and change everything around and scrap programs and create new programs that are more aligned with the lifestyle we want to live as an embodied leader? And also, how are we navigating the things that come up as you become a more established company, right? So I know for me, some things I really struggled with as I was making the transition from baby CEO to embodied leader was I was not very good at receiving negative feedback about anything I did. I was very triggered. I would get really upset. um, And it was really, really hard for me to receive negative feedback. And luckily, that is something I can hold myself in with a lot more grace now. But that's, that's just one example of some of the things that come up as you move from this baby CEO energy into more of an embodied leader, established company energy. Another distinction about embodied leadership is it's also shifting into this energy of paying attention to your community. And not only that, but also paying attention to your behind the scenes team, like the people that work for you, as well as your inner guidance system. And almost like stepping into like this this mothering energy of all the parts and pieces of all the people that go into this business, right? And understanding what the dynamics are there. Like what are the dynamics with your team? How are you as the embodied leader supporting your team? What are the dynamics with your audience? How are you showing up in a more elevated leadership state for them? Instead of, you know, being from this baby CEO energy where you're just trying to market and sell, how are you shifting into more of this like goddess-like or God-like energy where you are, you know, sharing your wisdom and being that heart-centered leader and that listening ear and of course setting your boundaries right this is not about being endlessly available to your audience but it's it's opening yourself up to a more expansive role for your community opening yourself up to a role where you are not just there to teach market and sell but you're also there to guide you're also there to lead right you're also there to be that voice of reason for them and be that source of comfort for them and be be something that they can look up to and feel inspired by right there's a lot a lot more inspiration that comes through as you step into a bigger leadership role. So how are you inspiring your community? How are you inspiring your, your back-end team and your, your employees and your contractors? How are you staying connected to your inner guidance system? And this is probably the most important thing I would say that I've grown into as an embodied leader, which is learning to trust that inner guidance system learning to trust yourself, learning to trust your business pacing, learning to trust the the vision that you have established. There's going to be a lot of opinions and a lot of noise about what you should or shouldn't do in business, especially in the industry I belong to, the online coaching industry. There's a million and a half opinions that say that I'm doing things all wrong and I should have done them a different way and you know I need to add this platform or add this thing. And so when you're shifting into embodied leadership, it's being able to hear those opinions and see those opinions and also coming back to you and knowing, but that's not my path, but that's not my vision, but that's not the bigger mission I'm working toward. And so it doesn't apply to me. And it's really scary to shift into that, or at least it was for me, because I always felt like I was missing out on something or I always felt like someone else knew better than me. So there's a deeper layer of self-trust that comes through as you move from baby CEO to embodied leader and being able to realize that someone might be making more money than you and they might have really strong opinions about why that is, But you can also still trust yourself and trust the vision you have and trust the gifts that you were given and trust the path that you're on and trust that you'll get to that income level and beyond with ease as long as you come back to your inner guidance system. But for a lot of us, when we're still in the baby CEO stage, we're outsourcing a lot of our power to... People further ahead than us, to our peers, to the noise in the online space. And so there is this element as an embodied leader of being able to witness all of that. And in some cases, you may have to block it out or mute people or unfollow um, just to protect your energy. But being able to witness what's out there and not let it make you question yourself right because there there can be this like element of seeing someone else's opinion and starting to question if you did the right or wrong thing or if you somehow messed up the trajectory of your business because of the decisions that felt good for you and I think that is a load of bullshit right like we should be able to trust ourselves in business and that is a quality of an embodied leader being able to feel safe in your decision making, feel safe being yourself, feel safe trusting your path, and feel safe in the pacing of your business. Finally, the last piece of being an embodied leader, um, or the last couple of pieces, are being able to trust what you can't see yet, right? Like in business, there's a lot, a lot of things that are unknown. And especially when you're building a business for longevity and not just for quick cash. Um, when you're thinking about like the 10, 20, 30, 50 year, 100 year vision, there's a lot of unknowns with that kind of timeline. Right. And, and there's a lot of slowing down to speed up that must occur. I think so, so often we're afraid to slow down and restructure. But that is the key to building sustainability in your business is being able to slow down and notice where things might not be working for you or for your bigger company. And being able to hold yourself in the unknowns of making such a big dramatic shift. It was scary as hell to shift into spiritual business and mindset coaching when. Not even 12 months prior, I didn't even know that God existed, right? Or I didn't even believe in the universe. Um, And, you know, I was raised Catholic, so I I use the word God sometimes. But when I say that, I just mean like the universe or like the, the quantum field, if you like that word better, or the source energy or the divine intelligence, right? So the word God is kind of like interchangeable for me with those things. So yes, it was scary as hell to completely shift directions, um, you know, after building a business for a year, all about marketing and strategy and then deciding all of a sudden, well, now I'm going to do the complete opposite, which is say that you don't need strategy <laughs> or you don't need as much strategy as you think you need, but you really, you know, need to work with the, the mindset and the energy piece. Um, but it felt so right. Right. And I think that's that's something that comes up as you shift from baby CEO to embodied leader is you learn to trust what feels right to you. And it it may not seem right to someone else, but if it feels right to you and if you can trust yourself in that, then, you know, you're on the right path. The other piece about being an embodied leader is knowing how to hold yourself in conflict uncertainty and the in-between, right? So we've already talked about the unknown, but how are you able to navigate when things don't go your way, right? As your business grows, as your business expands, there's more variables, there's more team members, there's more moving parts and pieces, there's more things that can go wrong. And while I fully believe that we're all human and it's okay to make mistakes. You know, sometimes it can really be like a big fucking business problem if something goes wrong. (laughs) And, you know, I've been very fortunate. It hasn't really happened for me. I've had a few things that have gone wrong, of course. um, And you navigate through them and you learn how to navigate through them in a better way over time. But I, I have had friends who they... Their, their team, you know, sent the wrong payment link and then they, you know, p- the client paid like, I don't know, maybe like five grand less for a specific program. And like, that's the sort of thing that, you know, might, might get pissed about, right? <laughs> so how are you able to hold yourself in those big fuck-ups that can occur, although we hope they don't occur, um, and, and still show up from a heart-centered place, and still show up according to your values, and still show up with the bigger mission in mind, and still show up and be the leader. Um, and it's, it's not always easy, and you're going to fuck up sometimes. I've fucked up many times before, but part of being an embodied leader is knowing that you are going to fuck up, and being able to repair, and recover, and hold yourself, and know that you're going to get it better next time. You're going to get it right next time, right? The last piece about being an embodied leader is knowing how to trust yourself and hold yourself in not only the in-between, but also the quantum leap. And at the time I'm recording this, it's kind of interesting because I I personally believe I'm in, in the process of the quantum leap. Like it's unfolding right fucking now. I'm in the exact moment when it's happening and it takes a a a little time you know for the the things to come through in the physical reality like I have this deep unwavering faith that it's done in the spiritual realm and it's still showing up in the physical realm at the time I'm recording this so it's being able to hold yourself in that in-between moment and in the explosion of goodness that comes from a quantum leap. And I'm so excited to share more about my quantum leap, you know, after the impact series and after it fully manifests, I'm definitely going to do a breakdown of it. Um, But it's being able to hold yourself and trust yourself as things not only contract, but also as they rapidly expand and being able to ground back into your system and feel safe and secure as much bigger things come into your energy and much bigger things are on your plate. So this was the first episode of the Impact Series. I hope you loved it. Uh, make sure you rate, review, share this with a friend, share this to your IG stories, do all the things to spread the word about the podcast. You know, I love it when you do that. By the way, every podcast review that you write, I actually read all of them, every single one. I read, I read them before I record a podcast. I read them, you know, when I'm having a bad day, I'll go read a, an episode. Uh, episode. I'll go read a review. So if you haven't written a review yet, I would love to hear from you. I would love to see your words on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and just know that you're appreciating the work that we're doing here. It really truly makes my day when I see that another review comes in. So know that your words are read, your words are appreciated and your words make my day. So thank you so much for being here. I love you. And I will see you later this week for the next episode in the impact series. So the next episode is going to be all about creating a bigger legacy and mission. Get excited.